And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday. Waffle Box. With your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Welcome to Waffle Box, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing all at the same time. Coming up on episode 81. Soon you may no longer need a license to thrill in Sweden. We've got some Tennessee cops that take the phrase, banging them up. A little bit too literally. We have a mile high movie review and so much more. I am Mike Fish and I am joined as always by the main man from San Fran. It's Mr. Kush. Hey, Kush, how you doing, buddy? What's good, y'all? Kush Hayes here coming to you with another edition of the original Waffle Box. You accept no substitutions because it is the best part of Wednesdays. I am having a delight, Mike Fish. How are you doing this week? I am Ruby. I have had a fantastic three-day weekend. Shout out to Mr. Martin Luther King. Mm -hmm. And I have just been New York football giants, baby. First time since 2012 winning a postseason game. Woo, baby. That was a tough one. But uh, thankfully, I was in the right place at the right time. I was in my local watering hole to celebrate. Nice. And yeah, Danny Dimes, baby. I think we're upgrading Danny Dimes to Danny Dollar Bills, baby. He's doing his thing. <laughs> there you go. How was your weekend? Dime. From diamonds to dollar bills? That's that's a downgrade. Actually. Well, no, dimes. Um, D-I-M-E-S, oh, dimes. Oh, dimes. Yeah. Dimes to dollars. Dimes, yes, yes. Yeah. How was your weekend? It was nice. It was nice and mellow. We didn't leave any cookies or milk out for Dr. King. So unfortunately, another year of... Uh, uh, injustice um but we're we're all right man uh, I, the 49ers also did well i did not watch that game but i was also happy to not be working that game because just just rain just rain and just all sorts of wet hell coming down upon us like things in this neighborhood are, are pretty okay a tree fell down you know we had a river for like an hour and then it, it evaporated it was fine but like i'm watching finally news footage of uh the rest of the California residents is like, yeah, we were just sipping tea, and then a tree just came through the kitchen. Like, you know, Same mudslides. Good. Part of a highway literally fell into the ocean. It's, yeah, it's um, it's pretty gnarly, dude. <laughs> Some folks are still without power, but um, we are at least okay. And so when I think about like, oh, the kitchen window frame is leaking, I feel a little better. Like I don't feel so so indignant. Just. I just hope someone thought quickly on their feet. And as soon as a tree came crashing down through the kitchen, someone went, oh, yeah. <laughs> I understood okay. that reference. Thanks. Yeah. I wonder how many people do. Um, before we get into the main meat and potatoes of the show, as I like to say, did you, did you see the slight, very minuscule, controversy on twitter recently um i mean there's so many to choose from it's very vague that okay so this certain controversy surrounded around a young lady whose hips don't lie oh yes yes 
So Shakira, so, off, former officer Megan Hall. Sure, I don't, I don't understand that reference. That's your name. Oh. Oh right! No, 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 no! We don't, we don't, we we not get to that bit yet. We're not talking about Megan yet. We're, we're not talking even about Shakira. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, oh no! Hip, oh, Megan, yes, Megan's so hips way lie. Too vague, bro. Like uh, Megan's hips lie. Every part of body lies. Filthy girl. I understand Megan. But, um, I understand Megan Hall's hips are actually very honest, and they, her and her husband, have an understanding. We're well, gonna get to that get, later. Yeah, what is Miss Shakira workout. doing? So Shakira apparently got upset. So apparently her boyfriend, husband, I don't know. PK, he's a he's a he's a uh, Spanish soccer player, oh. and apparently, I think I didn't really look too much into it. Apparently, she believes he cheated on her, so she wrote like a diss track about him. And in the diss track, she was basically talking about how like how how could you go from me to this gank? And she said like basically, it's like downgrading from a Rolex to a Casio, right? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Well, so just because this is what I do, I always try to make a joke out of everything. So I tweeted, you know, hey, Shakira, I don't know much about the watch game, but has has Rolex ever made a watch that's also a calculator? I don't think so. So put some respect back on Casio's name. Thankfully, it got quite a few likes, but there was one or two Shakira fans who did not appreciate my input onto the subject. <laughs> oh, no, you don't understand, man. Maybe you should stick it. It's, like, well, it's a joke. Seriously, look at I'm I'm <laughs> I'm defending Casio by literally putting up a picture of a calculator watch. You really think I'm on that? Uh, that's what I always forget. Sometimes. You fuck with celebrities, the super fans, they come for you. The, the super fans, or the just just the fanatics, not necessarily the fans, the fanatics come out. Yeah. Um, so I I was totally expecting like something to come out like, oh, not only is this chick uh that he's cheating on Shakira with actually hotter, but it's 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 this lady. And then you know, be like, wow, no way. That that chick is way super hotter. Um but yeah, the, the the fanatic, it's it's to the point where you're just like, I don't want to engage on social media anymore. Mer. Uh I also had a had a similar situation, not with Shakira, but someone had to give their two cents. And so I just tried to engage them in a dialogue and they ended up just like imploding on themselves. It's like, oh wow. That's uh I don't I'm not sure that's how you thought that was gonna go, buddy. It was just, uh, yeah, you know, sometimes where you just think, ah, oh, this would be funny to tweet. I'll put this out. What's the worst mm-hmm. that could happen? And it's like, oh yeah, it's Twitter. I forgot. I just never understood. Like, I'm, I'm big fans of some celebrities, I guess, but I just don't understand the level where some people literally sit there all day and I guess have alerts on their phone where someone mentioned your favorites and what are they saying? I need to defend them. It's like, dude, Shakira's not it, seeing it, your it. tweet. Relax. In the case of Shakira, like she's got so many fans that only like a couple of them need to have just searched her name, and then your tweet is literally right there in front of their face at the top. And then, of course, it bumps down because everyone else is still talking about Shakira. But it's not just celebrity; it's it's also just current events. And 
hot button political issues you know like you you put your opinion out there someone's gonna make you regret that immediately you know you put out a joke about shakira oh they're not having that they must defend the queen at all costs you know like Really? Who are the ones that are really not Ariana Grande? I imagine she has some nuts around her. And what's that? Um, I understand Beyonce's the... people will tear you up. Um, yeah. BTS, I know BTS. I bet they've oh, got BTS. some nuts. The, that's the Korean pop boy band, yeah. But now some of yeah, them have gone to do you. their army service, so they're one or two of them. Oh, I heard about solo. that shit too. Good for them, yeah. Gotta make money. I mean, they could have. I'm sure they could have bought their way out of it, but they didn't. So, no, you can't. That's no. like they said it very seriously. Apparently, so there was a, a very famous soccer player, Korean soccer player. He he just about because there's like loopholes. Like if you achieve certain things, they'll let you out of it. So I think because South Korea reached <laughs> a certain stage in a tournament, he got let off or something. It's crazy. I don't know. Nah. Okay. Yeah. Let's not dive into that pool. I was just saying, good for BTS. So. Good for BTS. Yeah. And then they're, they're real up and coming go getters. I think they do well. I could they see seem like nice boys. Guy has a limit. Oh, yeah. They seem nice. But um, the fans, passionate. Let's just say that. Passionate. Passionate. Okay. Speaking of like passionate people, now we're going to get into old Megan. We go to Tennessee for our first story, where the good, fine boys in blue that have been that, that said they'll protect and serve, while these young fellas and gals maybe misheard that and thought it was to protect and perv, because. Boy, <laughs> howdy, did they get up to shit? It's like some Benny Hill sketch over there. So Laverne police officers, five of them were fired. Now, this story is great. So five of them were fired this week as part of an ongoing investigation into multiple sexual events between members of the department's evening shift. Like, I'm wondering if, like, the day shift, People are like, what the fuck? What, what, so, what, am I fucking ugly right now? What the fuck? Day shift is totally jealous. That's probably how this whole thing started. Yeah, Someone, one of the day like, shift heard about it and was like, bitch, I'm gonna... What about me? Huh? What about mm-hmm. me? And, and she's probably just like, I've been up all night <laughs> banging cops and robbers. Like, <laughs> I'm going home to my husband. <laughs> Next time, Lenny. Oh, my jaw hurts. And um, took that personally. So a city spokesperson told WSMV4, which I think some of these local TV networks need to come up with catchier names. Um, three other officers were placed on unpaid suspension under the same investigation. So basically, this investigation started on wow. December 12th last year when Mayor Jason Cole reported rumors of the sexual acts to the city's Human Resources Department according to a shocking investigative report obtained by WMSMV. Um, so what ha- happened, basically, is Officer Megan Hall was having intimate relationships with other members of the Laverne Police Department. All of the men admitted to having undisclosed sexual relationships with Hall. 
So apparently, is it a rule that if you bang another police officer, you have to let the boss know? It's a it's a human resources thing in most companies, actually, Um, and it's to protect against sexual harassment suits or like. Is this going to be a thing from now on, or was this a one-time thing? And they they would like to get that on the record. It rarely ever does, though, unless like a baby's coming or something. Of course. Yeah, leave the babies out of this. Um, <clears throat> so it That's ends, how so, this starts. So shields, who apparently shields is one of the, one of the guys. Yeah, doesn't say his first name, but maybe. Uh, Shields told city officials that Megan Hall performed oral sex on him while they were on duty inside the police department gym before returning to their desks to finish the work day. Now, I get that. That's, that's you know, you can't be, I guess, doing that while you're on duty. You're supposed to be, you know, looking out for the, the fine folks in the town. So maybe that's the issue. But then it, then it continues. Well, it gets, uh, for me, it gets a little bit silly. If I'm going to be honest. So okay, the report also uncovered a quote unquote girls gone wild type party, which I'm wondering in 2023, do many, do you reckon many people get the girls gone wild references? Like that's, that's um, seen. Yes. Like a... And it's the equivalent of, I found my dad's playboys under his mattress. I found my dad's girl gone wild videos. <sighs> He would still have to find a DVD player, but I'm sure there's, I'm sure several homes still have. So yeah, I bet Girls Gone Wild is, is still a, a recognizable reference. <laughs> but yeah, the rapport here. So it sounds like it was written by a very prudish person. I don't have the name of the person that wrote the article for very WSMB. sterile. Because <laughs> it's like, so the report uncovered a Girls Gone Wild type party involving multiple officers and their families in a hot tub on the police sergeant's houseboat which yeah. what's the problem with that i want to they're all adults they're on a boat the they're obviously off Jody. and then he goes the report says that megan's top came off and officers were drinking <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> oh my, oh. Oh my. <laughs> Uh, the investigative report has multiple mentions of sexual acts being performed at the department's substation. Again, okay, that's naughty. You can't be doing it at work. Um, officers participating yeah. in open marriages with each other and sending illicit, explicit photos between officers. Uh, the report also said officers held football watch parties where officers drove under the influence of alcohol. Right, that's bad. Don't do that. That's um, not good, guys. That's the first one I'm shaking my finger about. And then they even at these football watch parties. Now, I'm just gonna just gonna give everyone a warning real quick. Because if you're you know, so far, you know, I appreciate, you know, we've talked about, you know, BJs and hops coming off and drinking, but I want everyone to be listening to this or watching this sit down because it's going to get pretty shocking right now. Okay. And you'll understand as soon as you hear this, you'll be like, oh my gosh, you know what? I'm glad 
these police officers were fired. I hope they never get another job. I hope they don't even get a paper round. This is how bad these people are. My gosh, I want them off the streets. This report uncovered that at these football watch parties, people were kissing. Oh, how dare you? On each other or in a toilet? <laughs> so in a they sink? kissed in the back. They, oh, they kissed and discussed having threesomes with Megan Hall and their wives. Like this. All right, article, so the wives are into this too. I like this. Yeah, exactly. So this article is it's this just is like one the of these many times. Dude. This is now episode 81. I feel that at least 50 plus percent of these, I make mention that. Whoever's writing these articles obviously has like a a, a a character limit where they're like, I need to flesh this article out. Oh, yeah. The boss told me I got to put in 500 words. Go, 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 go. Not a like, very big one. I get I the sexual acts while they're on duty at the station. Naughty. Drinking whilst under the influence. Naughty. Other than that. Well, drink. Other than that, who gives a shit if they're at each other's house watching football and kissing each other why is that the last thing in the article is if to say you you haven't heard anything yet ridiculousness <laughs> you're what you're saying is they should have flipped it around it was like you start out with the football watch parties and then going yeah, like, like, and then they were drinking and driving and then they were blowing each other on the time i don't know i don't know much about being a cop but i do know that it's not a nine to five job and I do know that it's like 12 to 15 hour days and there's no overtime with whatever their shift is supposed to be. So, yeah, I get them banging on, not only banging on duty, but banging on property. But, uh, you know, what? this is going to be gross, but like an emergency could come up and they could just be on the shitter, too. It's, it takes the same amount of effort to pull up your pants and hopefully flush that Johnny. But uh yeah. Well, yeah. If anything, it's there was a easier, thing so that put... happened in um, Sacramento. A similar situation. Fire department. One woman. Five. Uh, five other fi- uh, firefighters. Thank you. I think I've seen um, this video. That they all got fired. But yeah, like in that situation, like yeah, they're on duty, but like they're also there for like seventy-two hours, and nothing. It's it's a it's a super slow day. Like not even a cat got stuck in a tree. Like. Who cares what they're doing? You know, as long as they stop and fight the fire or whatever. You know. So, yeah, the, the only thing this story has made me want to do, Mike Fish, is actually uh, visit Laverne, Texas, Tennessee. Yeah. Like, I think this place actually has a real, real possibility of becoming like a, a swingers holiday spot. Well, now we just fight needs to because there's no point going there right now because it's not like you can. All right, I'll I'll commit a minor offense and then hope Megan's on duty because she's gone now. She's gone, so you have to. Try also, to track this is the best down. place to commit a minor offense. There's short six cops. Like you can do anything you want, man. It's free reign. The odds of that is now like there's a call coming in, Benno. I'm I'm, I'm almost there. Keep I'm almost I'm almost there. I'm almost there. No man, they're short six. They're they're short staffed now. Like they, those cops can't be everywhere at once. Like you can do any, pretty much anything you want. Again, 
Yeah, you reckon there's, there's at least one guy in there who snitched. And now whenever oh, they're having... definitely snitched. Now whenever they're having like a slow day, like one of the other cops is like looking over at him like, I could you be getting blown right now, you fucking could asshole. Could be getting blown right now, dude. Said you got me here fucking doing jump ropes and calisthenics. Yeah, dude. So yeah, this ha- someone definitely snitched, but it happened because one, they either got slighted, they were that... That that one in twenty fifth dude who got slighted for whatever reason, or that dude who got to experience it and was talking mad shit to all the other boys, and then like just the game of telephone, it just like just snowballed into something bigger and finally got to the mayor's office. Or oh, he was Small one of town, the early, by the way. He was one of the ones involved. But he was one he was one of the only ones whose whose wife wasn't into it. And so he was like, fuck. Now I have to be like, oh, now. So imagine, maybe it wasn't one of the officers. Maybe it was one of the officers' wives who'd have stormed down to the station. Where's Megan? You homewrecker. No, I got a feeling the wives, all the wives are on board with this. For some reason, if they don't know, they're the ones that do are on board with this. I don't know why. I do that's, I'm not like trying to create a fantasy or nothing. Like I'm trying to be serious here. Like my intuition is telling me like the six, the five other wives in this, they're down with it. Like this is this is an, still an intense job. Like Laverne, Tennessee, sounds like a shoebox. All right, but like they still have all the same dangers there. It's a lot of adrenaline running around that locker room, dude. Like oh, yeah. all they those guys, those wives are probably happy that their husbands are. Bad banging the shit out of this woman and leaving them alone like oh my god like <laughs> it's a fucking animal also i know i don't want to judge anyone but you know like when when you hear something about a person and then you kind of look at them you're like mm. like when you hear like if anyone googles megan hall or officer megan hall going in and you know okay she was like, there's five that were fired, but there's more been suspended. So she was literally banging everyone at that police station, pretty much. Good for her. And then you Google and you do the image search and you see a picture of her. You kind of like, not a bad looking lady, dude. No, but you also, you like, yeah, yeah, I can buy it. I bet she, she looks like the kind of girl. You know what I mean? She yeah, looks like a, yeah. the fun one at the party. Mm hmm. So, you know, hey. So I salute you, Megan Hall. But, you yeah, know. Like, I would like to know where her stress record levels is. down, like, the PD. Like, what is her arrest record? How many how many criminals has she sent away? How many man years has she accumulated over the year? Not being funny. Like, and like, was this worth it? Like, what if I she bet- was, what if she was the best cop in the organization? What if she was in the top 10? <laughs> you know? Here's Same my, for these other five gentlemen. Break it down here's my page. guess is where she goes from here, though. Only if thing. she's smart and she wants to capitalize on this fame, she needs to have set up an OnlyFans like yesterday. Probably set one up three days ago. Maybe, maybe someone someone else of the Serious Squad can look that up. I'm not going to. Or maybe I'll do an incognito search. Maybe I'll do but um, just for research, you know, research for the podcast. I'm not into that kind you of... You should do help. it through a VPN 
And then speaking of VPNs, VPN is a worldwide. But that's, never mind. Yeah, we're not spo- sponsored by. We're not. We're one of the few podcasts that isn't sponsored by a VPN. We're not sponsored by some bull shavers. Um, what or else? Stamps.com or Blue Chew. <sighs> Whatever. That's all right. At least we're pure. Talking about sex for the third week in a row. <clears throat> Next up, Sweden. We travel to Sweden. Sweden. More sex. Of of a kind, I guess. Um, So Sweden, what comes to mind when you think of Sweden? Huh? Lots of sex. Yeah. You think of beautiful people. You think of just people, everyone being happy and having a good time because they're Swedish and they're blonde and they're beautiful. So I saw this little trending article and I was like, what? This doesn't make any sense. So in Sweden, so thankfully these rules might be changing, but <clears throat> Kush Hayes, I'm going to put you in the mindset. Now, I appreciate you're not familiar with Swedish laws, but let's just say you're in San Francisco. Let's just put you in San Francisco, right? Well, I am in San Francisco. Yeah. So Thanks. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, easy to get yourself into character. So imagine you are about to set up a bar, right? You, you're opening up a bar. You've, you've got Ooh. a bunch of money. You're opening up your own bar. What are what are the things? There we go. Make it rain. What are the things that you need to prepare to be able to legally open your fine establishment? You got to have your liquor license, a thousand percent. Yep. Oh, more? Oh, um, uh, you need a bar staff. You, you, sure. You need... All right. Okay. Let's say oh, you want to talking serve... about legal stuff. Yeah. Like, what if you want to serve your food? business permit? You... Your health you permits your and what? Permits. You need your feet, your health code permits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, as of right now, let's just say you have a fine establishment. You know. People are enjoying themselves, drinking. There's music playing. And a police officer walks or drives past, peers into the window and sees even just one of your patrons doing a little bit of a shimmy, dancing, boogieing, that police officer has the right to come in, ask to speak to the owner, and demand to see their dance license. Aww. In Sweden, if you want to have people dancing in your bar, you have to get a separate license. What? So it's a that's a cabaret license out here in San Francisco. Wait, they have it in San Francisco as well. The cabaret license allows you to have live events. You can have a band on stage. You can have someone telling jokes, but you can have a DJ and people dancing. So it's a cabaret license. I get it. Well, it literally says, but you can't stop people from dancing. People could just be dancing, but if if it's like. Hey, this isn't like a random occurrence that I just literally walked into on like, no, this you, you do this every night. So it's, but it's a cabaret license. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the wording here is exactly, so 
Their Sweden's centre-right coalition government wants to cut red tape when it comes to dancing by abolishing a decade-old, so it's only come in like 10 years ago, requirement for mm-hmm. restaurants, nightclubs, and other venues to obtain permits before they let patrons dance. The proposal made Thursday means that venues no longer would need a licence to organise dances. Instead, as a general rule, they would only need to register with the police. So they still have to go into the police department and be like, hey, some of our customers are going to have a dance. dance. Okay, thanks for letting us... Like, what the, why? Why is that a rule? Why is that a law? I can't imagine that you're you're at the Swedish meatball shop, meatballs, meatball, meatballs, and just you know all you know it's it's nothing fancy. It's eight tables, but I can't imagine just some chick just getting up and just shaking her ass, you know, because the meatballs were that good, you know, disturbing the the people to the right and left of them. Like this is this is literally for folks that are trying to open up a nightclub or something. It's it's definitely a specific license. Well, this isn't going to happen at the Blue Danube coffee shop. No, but applying for a permit incurs a fee of at least 700 kroner, which roughly is, translates to $67 for the establishment. As it is now... Oh, okay. But as it is now, owners can lose their liquor license and business license if police officers come by and find out the venue did not have authorization to let patrons dance. So, 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 yeah. No, even if it uh, is just yeah, nightclubs, that worry about. But so people can drink the night away, and that's mm-hmm. fine. But if they're dancing, mm-hmm. but but is it? No, that's kind of German. That's not going to do accents. But what the fuck? <laughs> One, I'm more surprised about learning that Kronas and Crowns are two different things. Kronas are probably their cents. I get it. Um, yeah, sixty-seven bucks. It's it's not it's not that difficult. I used to work as a civil servant in the uh, mayor's office. Okay, and Ooh, guess what? Like though, you, you come in, and you want to get a down with a man. You come in and you want to open up a business. You got to get your business registration, but they're also going to tell you like, so here's. Here's a list. You have to go to this office and pay this much. You have to go to this office and pay this much. And you have to go to this office and pay this much. And that's just thinking about starting the business. Okay. Like you don't even have to earn one penny, but if you want to think about this business and hopefully execute it, whether you do or not, that's on you. You have to do a B and C and B in that order. And like, like if you want to do business, there's a cost to it. So, yeah, all of this makes sense to me. It's just, it's weird that Sweden caught up to it only now. Well, I want to know what happened 10 years ago when someone decided to bring this rule in. Yeah, th- that would be interesting to know what the cause of this was. Again, maybe there is some chick just like, these Swedish meatballs, they just call them meatballs over there. These are the shit. And then she's just started dan- shaking her ass. Like, Sorry, folks, can't see me shaking my ass out of frame. That's 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 an OnlyFans account. Which, if you subscribe, you'll get exclusive content directly for you. Maybe we should Hashtag do that. Chocolate starfish. Like no, yeah, just just have a instead of a Patreon, just have an OnlyFans. But it's just literally a we video of do us that. doing podcasts. Like, no, other people do. 
the vast majority of OnlyFans is pornography, but it when is. those guys came up with it, it was literally just like, what if Rachel Ray, probably a bad reference, wants to like sell some recipes? I told you about the, the worst reference. The wrestling podcast that uploads their videos to Pornhub, right? That shit's funny. I yes, yes, I remember that now. Yeah, again, and again, those zero guys are just thinking outside of the box. It's just sticking it on you. Maybe we oh that's we should have put these last couple of episodes on Pornhub. We're, ones we're talking about Pornhub's top ten. We're talking about the sex dolls in Korea. We still can. It just has to be edited, Mike Fish, but we still can. Now you got the wheels turning now. And then that okay. kind of gets then and then it's like if I get caught, why are you on Pornhub? Just just upload him a podcast. I'm a good it's boy. a podcast. Uh, it's just a podcast. Then I don't have to delete any internet browsing history anymore. It's just, just, just <laughs> doing my job. Just doing my job. Just checking the numbers. Yep. Wifey, just, just checking the numbers. Oh, I'm, 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 I meant to type in Waffle Box Podcast, and it's also correct. It's the same number of letters, bitch. It's the when, same number of letters. Stop crucifying me. Went to Neuro Massage. How did that happen? Anyway, check that out. Ah, right, before we wrap up this first half, it's now time to talk about people who are achieving things with their lives. Not like us talking about uploading a podcast to Pornhub. These people are actually doing something with their life. It's now time for this week's Dumb World Record of the Week. Why? Why? Why would I? Why? 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 Why would you want to do that? Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. This week's Dumb World Records takes us to the Czech Republic, where apparently they have a TV show called um, Lo Show de Record, which I don't speak Czech, but I'm going to assume that roughly translates into you like the record will show oh, the world record something like that um yeah, yeah, yeah. so this guy this guy Rene Richter took home the world record oh no sorry it was a Czech Republic man the shows in Italy doesn't really oh. make that much different I'm still pretty sure it still translates to the record show or the I mean low show yeah, die record those guys are so close on the map like they're just they're that far apart uh, but this guy used his gnashes, as we say in England, to show off his powerful strength by beating the world record for most drink cans bitten in half in one minute. Oh. Yes. So most there soda was... cans shoot, cut in half, like he just bites into it and tears it? So... For the video, but he basically takes the can, or I'll describe it as well okay. for the audio listeners. Yeah, takes the please. can in his hand like this, and literally goes, oh, grips on Bites it with his teeth, aluminum. tears it, and then rips it in half. Oh my god! So that sounds like so many bloody lips. Oh, I was going to say so many that, that cut must up hurt. It, I mean, he's clearly built up a tolerance for it. If uh, maybe he hasn't. Who knows? Maybe this he maybe just, just at the end of the minute the record. Like, looks like a vampire. It's just how he's 
dinner. Like, Literally, oh. someone dared him at a party. He did it. Somehow managed to break the record. But yeah, like he's just, just, just blood is just pouring down the front of his chest. Yeah, that's that's the only thing that concerns me. Like, so how many cans do you do? Do we know so this, this Mike Fish or better, in sixty seconds? He ripped thirty six aluminum cans. What the fuck? So more no, than what I'm seeing is like. He's got one every two seconds. He, he, it's he's just more like chomping on him. But but like people are like literally have have to like be passed or like have to be putting him in his mouth. To be, Which to, I don't know whether I've, I've watched the video and if you want Google it because I'm not going to find it again because I'm far too lazy for that. But he's either very hyped about doing this or maybe our thoughts were correct in that it does. He is like cutting up his gums because every time he does another one it's just like ah, ah. so i think maybe he's in incredible pain or he's just very happy but it just it was a intense 60 and seconds of my life that i'm never gonna get back empty or full they were filled with water for this attempt still so they're he's if so the cans have not been opened. He's literally no. I believe they had. Them. They were open, but they were filled with water. Fascinating. Now I want to Google it, but that's for another time. This is yeah. uh, this is all still crazy because this man is still chomping into the thinnest of aluminum, but still aluminum. Like you can cut yourself on on some Reynolds paper. wrap. Just just paper, paper. Thank you. Yes, thousand percent, Mike Fish. And much less. So, yeah, I can't imagine him getting out of this attempt, any attempt, without just cutting the shit out of his lips and his gums. His tongue, probably, too. He's just like, oh, I'm a Mecca breaker. I'm a little Mecca holder now, baby. Thank I'm you. Kind of, I'm kind of feeling oh, a little yeah. I've lost quite I'm a bit of blood. I'm gonna take a Sound little like nap a now. <laughs> oh, you Bless got him. him dying. Damn. No, just having a nap. He's fine in my imagination. So yeah, shout out to Rene Richter. You're the a guy with savage. Yeah. Really strong jawline and beautiful teeth and more time on his Bro. hands. God, you have to imagine those. his teeth are pretty strong yeah. as well. Otherwise, just... They, would have, they have to be, right? Yeah. Maybe he's like, like um, it, what was his, de- his dentist is Jaws? his favorite person. Is it Jaws from James yes. Bond? I understand the reference. Yes. Maybe he cheated. Ooh. Yeah, what if he's just gotten just got a fucking metal grill in there? The, the people want to know. We're gonna have to Google that though. Oh, so we, we've gone too far down this rabbit hole. But yeah. hey. Waffle Box Squad, Serp Squad. There we go. Let us know. Hit us up on Twitter at Waffle Box Pod. Good damn thing. Or I feel like our other emails are out there too. Like, just get us, man. Shit. Enjoy wafflebox at gmail.com. There we go. That's the official email address. Enjoy wafflebox at gmail.com. 
still to come. Of course, we're taking someone out of existence in the trapdoor segment. We have a mile high movie review with Kush talking about the most boringly titled movie, Plane. Like, seriously, they could have come up with something better than that. Feel good story and so much more. But until then, stick with us and we'll be back after this short break. It's now time for the middle of the show quiz. Hey, welcome back to Waffle Box, episode 81. Giddy gosh. We're so close to triple digits, and that's when the real fun begins, I guess. It is the middle of the show quiz. So much, so much fun. So much fun. Middle of the show, so it's time for the middle of the show quiz. This week, we have a aero theme quiz, since Kush is talking about the movie Plane. I looked up some movies that are also about planes. And this week's quiz is going to be a quote themed so middle of the show quiz if you haven't joined us before it's i'm going to ask kush hayes five questions naming the games obviously to answer at least three out of five if not five out of five if you guess the answer correct he hears this noise and that makes him happy look at his happy face and if he hears this noise that means he got the answer wrong and that makes him say it's so, so sad simple so yeah so like i said i'm gonna read off five quotes from movies about planes and you've just got to tell me which movie they came from some might be a little bit easy some might be a little tricky but here we go are you ready mr hayes i feel confident i'm gonna at least get two of these tonight like two very specific ones and if they're not in this quiz i'm gonna be very disappointed but i am ready sir let us do this Quote number one. <clears throat> Ow! Get this fucking snake up my ass. <laughs> a movie I was not expecting, but should have thought about two snakes on a plane. It's a good warm up. It's a good warm up. Yeah! Quote number two. Funny thing is, I've delivered a million passengers over 40 years in the air, and in the end, I'll be judged on 208 seconds. Flight? Oh, Sully! Sully. Sully! I, I was thinking of the Denzel Washington. Famous Welcome one where the guy who took off from JFK and was like, "Oh, drop me wallet," and went went to get it and <laughs> crash landed in the uh, Hudson River. Um, oh, no. quote number three. Listen, and you listen close. Flying a plane is no different than riding a bicycle; just a lot harder to put baseball cards in the spokes. I feel like I just watched that movie the other day. And by the other day, probably well, So ago. how many other um, movies about planes have you watched recently other than Plane? You, they come up. 
They come up. Right. And the bicycle spokes thing was very recent. Um, I'm going to say a drop zone. Damn. The movie was Airplane. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, I could have went serious. with... Uh, the obvious one, you know, Shirley's and all that stuff. I thought, yeah, let's go with it. Sure, sure, sure. All right, now, pressure's on. You're one and two right now. Quote number four. Your national security advisor has just been executed. He's a very good negotiator. He bought you another half hour. There might be some clues in that quote think about it die hard too yeah the famous oh air force one yeah i'll give you that one die hard's not a movie about a plane jesus <laughs> well wait so did, did i get it for die hard two or for no air you force got it for air force one die hard oh, all right there is die no hard. i'll spot it i'll give you a hint die hard is not quote number five either Thank you. Or Fight Club, or other random movies that oh. apparently you think are based around planes. Quote number five. <clears throat> I've got a better idea. Take me flying. Or better yet, I'll take you flying. Do your worst, Miss Hepburn. Uh, the Aviator. Yo, was how's how's my uh, voice acting? Was I was I good? Was I in in character? That was great. That was great. Uh, I've not seen The Aviator, so the fact that you, I, I got that from your from your lead, it tells me that you're a fantastic actor, Mike Fish. I've never seen so, either. Um, couldn't even tell you was in it. I honestly thought your Air Force One reference would have been "Get off my plane." That is what I thought. That that's the reference people know. That's that's what people know. I'm also man, disappointed easy. that you didn't use uh, passenger fifty sevens. Always bet on black. Again, that's that's the that's the quote everyone knows. So, and then going back to your airplane, your airplane one. That's that's how wild that script was. So the 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 story about airplane the movie was they just took a script from some other movie like in, in the uh, early 60s, late 50s, and then only inserted a couple jokes, but everything else is like word for word. Even gave that guy a, a script credit. Um, so that's that's why that your title came off that dramatic. I was like, oh, oh, is it, is it, is it that thing I totally got wrong? Oh, I guess that's, that's why I got it wrong. All right. Anyways. The tough thing this was, was a great quiz, Mike. So many good quotes in that. Oh, yeah. Nervous? Yes. Your first time? No, I've been nervous plenty of times. <laughs> well, so, yeah, you, was, you were right to go with the dramatic quote, because if you want yeah. the comedy quote, I would, it didn't matter what comedy quote, I was just like, airplane? It's I don't think you'd use airplane. Yeah. 
But I still won. You Hooray! did, and that's the main thing. You're a winner. I am a winner. I haven't won in a while. I feel good about that. Let me put that cash right in that pocket there. Good. And, and, you, and your picture's caught up as well, which is nice. You're now no longer a oh. blurry blob, which is nice. Oh. It's kind of freaking uh, me out. I hope it wasn't second. terribly blurry. Sorry, bud. It's all right. It's all right. I thought you was like a some like a ghost or something. Oh my god, have I been like my feelings, my books? internet is unstable. Yeah. Well, if only any someone would have warned you about that several times. Anyway. Someday. Someday. It's now time. To take someone out of existence, because as we always say, this planet got too populated. So it's now time for this week's trapdoor segment. Ah! Trapdoor segment. So again, what we do here each and every week, I give Kush Hayes. Four, not one, not two, not three, not four, four celebrity names. And he has to decide which one doesn't belong anymore. It's run its course and we can take them out of existence. Even though maybe some comes easy for him, he does have to show his working. Each week we have driven down the alphabet. And this week we have stopped at the letter N. More specifically, Nils. There's too many people named Neil, and so oh. we're going to get rid of them. So, <clears throat> your four are Neil Flynn. Oh. If you're not familiar with Neil Flynn's work, he was the janitor from Scrubs and also the dad from uh, oh. The Middle. That guy. Yeah, I know that guy. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Who's famous for going on podcasts and talking about space and shit? Neil Patrick Harris, who's oh, famous for How I Met Your Mother, and also famous for many um, fifty-plus people going, "Oh, I didn't know he was gay." And number four, <laughs> Neil Diamond. So it's Neil Flynn, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Neil Patrick Harris, and Neil Diamond. Show you working. Which one of these has spent his last day on this planet? Well, as as we do on this show and in this segment, we uh, we don't just tell you the answer right away, Mike Fish. We go up the chain of the ladder, and uh, thankfully we can spoil it. We're going to go in the order we're going to go in. Don't worry about it. Neil Diamond. Safe. Neil he's Diamond. A he's an artist. He's he's not going anywhere. We need more from Neil Diamond. I'm, I only know Sweet like a couple of his songs. Caroline. The most, most played karaoke song ever. Sweet Caroline. That's why we can't get rid of Neil Diamond. Because if we do, Sweet Caroline is only going to be like your request for that is going to go up five times, if not 50 times, man. It's true. Like, yeah. Everyone's going to be like, I got to do my Neil Diamond tribute, bro. All right. And then and, and everyone will play into it. But then you're going to go to the karaoke bar and you're going to hear Sweet Caroline like five times that night. You're already here three times. 
let's let's save you the agony, folks. Come on. It's it's all right. Neil Diamond, you're safe. Neil Patrick Harris, aka NPH. Very funny dude. Also mus- uh, a magician. He's uh, also known for more than How I Met Your Mother. He got his start on uh, Doogie Hauser, MD. Oh, which is where yes. I originally know him from. And uh, yeah, there was, he also had that period where everyone was like, based on your guess, I'm guessing folks are still doing it today. Like, oh, he's gay? Like, yeah, it was one of the things was like, NPH is a good dude. Leave him alone. If he's gay, he's gay. Shut up, TMZ. And then guess what? TM- Spoiler alert, TMZ was 100% correct. You're just like, Mark, you, you should have left him alone, TMZ. NPH is a good deal. So, NPH, you're not going anywhere, buddy. I only want to see you do more magic. Barney Stinson, great. Doogie Hauser, whatever. But uh, I want to see you do more magic, dude. There we go. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Someone has to make James Cameron re-edit his movies from 20 years ago with just the Constellation. So, did do guess that. what? Neil, NDT, you're good too. You're, you're not going anywhere, bro. Even everyone there. I should say, bro, sir, professor, doctor, doctor, professor, sir, you're not going anywhere. And then we get to uh, our, our man, Neil Flynn. Yeah, man, you were great on Scrubs. I love watching that dude bully JT. Like it's JD. amazing that JD. Okay. Yeah, he he left Justin Timberlake him. alone. <laughs> I know a different JT, but anyways, yeah, uh, JD. Um, I forget that gentleman's actual real name, but uh, yeah, he he next to Doctor Cox, he got all the best ones on him. So uh, yeah, but unfortunately, it's the minimalist of work again. Neil Diamond. Zach Braff. There we go. Oh, every night. JD. JD. That's okay. His real name is Zach Braff. Zach Braff. Zach Braff. Cool. Uh, Zach Braff used to uh, date. um, What's her name from uh, the uh, Don't Worry Darling? And um, anyway, don't worry about that. Good for him. Good for him. We're 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 dropping uh we're dropping Neil Flynn though. Aww. Sorry, sir. Rest in pieces. That hospital's gonna be a nightmare now. It's gonna be so filthy. Sorry. Hope you're I'm proud sorry. of yourself. I ain't mad at myself, especially with this list you gave me. Yeah, no, I think I made the right decision. Did I make the right decision? Check us out at Wafflebox Pod on Twitter. Indeed, indeed. Speaking of uh, sitcom actors oh. of the homosexual variety, it reminded me when you were talking, we talking about Neil deGrasse, um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, Neil Patrick <laughs> Harris. I remember. Please don't sue me. Um, I you know how like mothers always say stuff, and you're always like, oh god, um. So I'm talking about the show um, Modern Family. Oh, yeah, great show. Great show. And obviously there's the gay couple in it. That's mm-hmm. the, the brother and his boyfriend. And my my mother, obviously, I don't know how she did this research or how she came to find this. But uh, she said, and I quote once, she was like, oh, my favorite character is the chubby one. Did you know he's not actually gay? Oh, good. Um, 
What is acting? How crazy! Yeah. Well, uh, to be uh, fair, in this day and age, you literally have to be the character you're playing. You can't just like try anything. You can't. You, Mike Fish, can't just be a gay character anymore. No, you. You have to be gay in real life, bro. You have to suck all those fucking cocks or or or, or, or whatever. Well, Harvey Weinstein is behind bars now. Wildly, yeah, that's wildly that's gone. Offensive. Even for me, that was offensive. I'm sorry. It's all right. You get you get one every year, I guess. Okay. Wow. <laughs> oh, geez. I got 50, 48 more weeks to go. Yeah. Yeah. You used your token early January. That was, that it. was, it was a mistake. Uh, yeah, we live My and learn bad. as humans. We live and learn. My bad. All right, let's talk about a movie now. Um, starring that guy from that thing, um, who's always in an action things. movie, and also starring that guy who was in that Marvel show that got cancelled. It's Sister Hicks. Cushes movie review. Cushes movie review. In a movie named after Ned Flanders' favorite popsicle flavor, it's plain. (laughs) Cush. That was was well done. Thanks. So. This is a review about a movie named Plane. And um, off the top, this is a very entertaining movie. This is very enjoyable. I was on the edge of my seat most of the time here. But in regards to the movie, if we were reviewing this in France, Mike Fish, it would be called Mayday. If we were in one of the Latin regions of South America, it would be called Alerta Extrema. And if we were just in Spain coming back to Europe, it would just be called El Pilato. I think you can do the math on all of these things, but any one of them is a much better title for a movie like this than... Yeah, I, I feel like, especially in France, that the distribu- distributors got hold of it. And they were like, what's this, what's, the, what's this movie about a plane called? Oh, it's called yeah. Plane. Oh, yeah, we're not we're not using that. Well, that's terrible. My, we'll come up our own one. My biggest mystery for this movie is how did we get to Plane? This is an American production, despite it having as many international reaches as it does. And what I mean by that is uh, our character, Mike Colton, he, he's Mike Coulter. He, he, you know him from the Marvel Netflix Luke Cage. He played Luke Cage, and he was great in that. In this one... He plays a man who, at a very young age, murdered a guy. Totally admits he did it. It was 15 years ago, and he escaped the authorities by joining the French Foreign Legion. So, through most of this movie, kind of speaks with the Wait, mildest so he, of he, a French accent. So, what, he votes on the Grammy Awards? I don't understand that reference. but Okay, I found this on the web for Wait So He He What He Votes on the Grammy Awards. Check it out. That was Siri popping in. Um, that was wow. I know. Wow. What the hell? That was, <laughs> that was a... terrifying. It was kind terrifying. of terrifying. Um, no, you know, French Foreign Legion, French Foreign Hollywood Press. Um, it was a terrible oh. joke. Anyway, mm. 
I'm sorry. I, uh, I didn't get that reference. Next okay, someone let Siri pop in. That's all right. That's all right. This movie is a hard R. And by hard R, well, we, we, let, a lot, we let a lot of F-bombs drop. But when it comes to, like, blood spatter, mm, there's a couple, you know, runny eyebrows. There's a, there's a gash on someone's forehead. But there's not a lot of blood in this. There's definitely no sex in this. Um, but uh, everything is still made intense. This was written by a gentleman named, um, where is my notes here? A, Charles Cumming. He actually has a vast resume of novels. He's a novelist. Does a lot of spy stuff. Does some criminal stuff. But this is the first movie that he... This is the first story he's written originally to be a movie. Um, and uh, the director is a French director. And because uh, I have to read this, uh, Jean-Francois Richet. And most folks watching this podcast aren't going to know his name. However, most people he, hosting um, this podcast aren't familiar with his work. That's okay. At I'm least 50% you know of them. Might have, I'm going to let you know where he might, you might know his work. If you saw the 2005 remake of Assault on Precinct 13. That's a John Carpenter movie. That's a, that's this dude. He remade that movie in 20, uh, uh, 2005. I might so have actually watched He's that. done other stuff since that, but it's all been back in France. All right. So we got, um, as we said, Mike Coulter is a part of this, Gerard Butler, and then um, Evan Dane Taylor, who plays the notorious June Marr. He's oh, June fucking Filipino warlord on this one island in in the cluster of the Philippine Islands in the Johto region, as they, they they like to repeat in this, which I may have still just botched the name of. I'm sorry, we've been drinking all night, um, but it is an area where it is so overrun with thieves and thugs and warlords and just all of the most undesirables that the Filipino Philippine army they ain't going to come in. So, when our plane, the titular plane is struck by lightning and we have to land on this island, that's not the worst part that happens. The worst part is dealing with the fucking warlord. Like so warlords can tend guy, to be a pain in the ass. They can be a pain in the ass. Our guy Gerard sticking Butler, their nose in other people's businesses. He's got some military experience, but uh, he's mostly a dude who just wants to fly a fucking plane. Like he knows how to take care of himself, but he'd rather be enjoying a cocktail and flying the fucking plane and not being on this island where he doesn't know if the company that he works for even knows where he is. At one point during the storm, like the radio breaks out, GPS craps out it's all bad um if you have a phobia about plane crashes this is not the movie for you because this shit was terrifying it, for for a full 10 minutes i was literally digging my fingernails into the fucking armrests because this shit was insane dude like noah's bueno question is can because obviously a phobia is an irrational fear Mm-hmm. Is plane crashes really a phobia? Yes. I don't know. It just feels like to me, it's like, oh, you, 
Uh, what phobias you have? Oh, I have a, I have a phobia of being a... shot in the face. That, that seems like a pretty good thing to be worried about. You're most likely to be on a plane more than you are to be shot in the face. However, you can still be scared of that daily too, and that's when you gotta fucking talk to a therapist about. But if you fly a lot, I will. Or maybe you just have a fear of heights. Like, yeah, the the, the thought of being in just a an aluminum tube that just drops randomly. You don't get to glide in. You just drop. Yeah, that's a fear, dude. And uh, the the, the plane doesn't work for me. I have a I have a fear of heights. If I climb up a ladder, I'm like maybe eight foot up, and I look down, I can go. Whereas ever I go, I'm on a plane. I'm looking out. Nothing. Yep. Yep. I also am in the same situation. Like I hate being on ladders. I hate going upstairs that like have those gaps in them. I hate being on grates where I can look straight down at to what I'm looking at, including the Brooklyn Bridge. Um, however, you know, high rises, I'm fine. Planes, I'm okay. But once upon a time, I was on a plane. And thanks to turbulence, we dropped. I don't know if it was six feet. I don't know if it was 60 feet. It was thankfully not a lot, but it was enough to like go, oh my God, we're dropping. And then we stopped dropping and we kept going forward. But everyone understood what was happening here. And uh, it was not a good time. And I thankfully not the biggest bitch on the butt. But we heard someone in the back like, oh, God. Like, I was thankfully not that dude, but that still happened. So when we're seeing this movie, Mayday, Extreme Alerta, Colado playing. Yeah, it's uh there's there's a lot of this this is a thriller, dude. It's a good time. There's um this might be the scariest movie of 2023. Scarier than Megan for sure. What? So scary, yes. Hot take. Once we get on the ground and the plane has survived the entire impact, like not a speck of damage on it, thankfully. We're 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 short some gas in the left wing. We got plenty of gas in the right wing because we couldn't abandon that. Um, but we have successfully landed this plane, but now we don't know where we are. And while um Gerard Butler and Mike Coulter go to find where out where we are and hopefully find a telephone or a radio or someone to contact, guess what? Those warlords are out there and they're uh they're looking for people to kidnap. And hopefully sell off. And guess what? Someone gets shot. Someone gets beheaded. I don't want to spoil much more. But like, if you're just a random ass person with no skills, who's a bitch on airplanes, this is a bad day for you on New Year's Eve. So I don't want to talk much more about this. I don't want to take up any more time. This movie was fantastic. It was better than it had every right being. The name is still the worst part of this whole thing. Despite whatever 147 minutes you see of this, um, I absolutely recommend everybody seeing this. We're, we're giving it a four out of five stars. And uh, yeah, 2023 starting off strong. Nice. This will not disappoint. If it does, you're a, you're a shithead. I wonder, is there that, that scene where you talk about like, the warlords walking around looking for someone to kidnap? Do you reckon there's like two of them walking around and one of them's kind of lazy? And he's like, oh, come on. I don't want to keep looking for people to kidnap, kidnap, and the other one's like, "Hey, well, we have to keep looking because 
you know, these people aren't just going to fall into our laps and then. <laughs> no, we only get the one, the warlord. Uh, and he couldn't be How much of a warlord is he if he's on his own? That's like me saying, oh, I'm the leader own. of my gang. How many members of your gang? That's just me. Oh, I guess you are the leader then. Oh, since, he, since he asked, uh, Mr. Evan Drake, uh, Evan, Evan Dane Taylor, he uh, comes across missionaries every now and then in the Philippine Islands. Uh, and, you know, they, I'm sure they have a reconnaissance crew. They, they, we didn't get that deep into it. This was literally like, oh, shit, these folks literally fell into our lap. Where on the island are they? You know, they, they have a routine. It, it's a whole thing. Show us your passport. Announce who you are. Look into the HD DVT video camera. And uh, we're going to get that out there. And if uh, we don't get our money in 24 hours, we're murdering your ass. And guess what? Most folks get murdered. So there's a time crunch here. And uh, yeah, it, this this was not a disappointing movie. This movie had only... This, this movie could have only been bullshit. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's good stuff, dude. Check it out. Four out of five. Plain. Just, just imagine that it's called something else more imaginative call it mayday call it extreme alert call it el palito the pilot extreme alert you're welcome mayday. you're welcome so that's going from the scariest movie 2023 because age's word and i'm sure everyone now is uh listening to this thinking jesus christ my adrenaline is through the roof i need to calm down I need to feel good about my life and my existence in this world before I pop myself off to sleep. Well, I am here to feed you, baby birds. It's now time for this week's feel-good story of the week. It's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Can I hear it again? Ugh. Good story. And this week's feel good story takes place ish in an Uber car. Oh my goodness. And also, it takes place in this great fair state of New Jersey. So, this Uber driver, Tim Letts was picking up a fella named Bill Sumiel. Sumiel. Yes, that will do. Um, So he was picking him up from a medical appointment. I'm assuming it's either from doctor or hospital, whatever. And he was driving him home in Salem, New Jersey. This Uber ride was over 40 minutes long. And so, you know, they did what anyone else does in an Uber car. They start chatting with uh, the Uber driver, even though normally I uh, stick the old headphones in and then be like, oh, sorry, I can't, I can't fucking hear you. Um, and then, wait, what the hell just happened here? I just uh, pushed a button. Mm-mm. Can you hear me? Oh, okay, oh. perfect. Yeah. So, oh. so let's the Uber driver. Learned that Sumia Bill, I'm gonna go Bill, um, had just been told 
that he needed to find a kidney donor. Oh, no. At the end of the ride, Timmy, the Uber driver, said to Bill, and I quote, God must have put you in my car. And he offered to be his donor. So Bill, the Uber passenger, said that about floored me, he told ABC7. I was shaking so bad I could barely write his name or number. After undergoing testing, it was determined that Tim Letts, the Uber driver, was indeed a match. And in December, the transplant surgery took place and it was successful. And a year later, Sumiel said that his life is almost back to normal. He wants people to, who are in similar situations wow. to know use Ubers. Um, no, he said, uh, there is hope. And said, if he hadn't shared my story with Tim, I never would have gotten a kidney because he would have not have known I needed one. That's generally how stories work. The other person doesn't know the story until you tell them the story. Giving a kidney is actually a gift of life, and I feel so fortunate to have that gift. Now, what we have learned from this little feel-good story is that Bill, not a great public speaker, he's, he told that story terribly, quite frankly, but the point is, Tim, shout out to you for being a super nice guy. Although it kind of does come across that you were like, just like, I, you know, what? I'm sick of having two kidneys. You seem like very keen to give your kidney away. That was like, you know, I've, I've, I've met several people, spoke to them for 40 minutes. And at no point have I like, you know what? I want to get rid of one of my uh, organs and give it to this guy. This guy seems like he would take care of it. So it's very interesting. Um, I'm not 100% sure. Maybe there's more information that's not in this article because it's like I would never have gotten a kidney if I hadn't told him about it. Mm. I mean, you just literally just found out that you need a kidney. Give the system a chance. I don't know. But yeah, still. Nice story, (laughs) I guess. Tim... It's uh, I'm gonna say it's love a hundred, and uh, you know he, he's just thankfully he he didn't have like ninety seven other people to ask, ninety nine other people to ask. Like he just first one right out of the gate, just like you look like you could uh, give me a new kidney, and the guy went like, yeah, fuck it, why not? What am I supposed to do? Like I'm just driving the Uber here, you know, I ain't got nothing else to do. And and then just as soon as you get after the surgery, he recovers. Gets back to work. First passenger picks up. Hey, what's up? Oh, my liver's kind of playing up. Oh, fuck off. I'm just really. I need a lung, homie. <laughs> I don't suppose you got a lung for me, do you, homie? Like three years later, he's got like one eye. So I, I, just, I just can't stop giving things to people. It's an addiction at this point. I'm pretty sure. That's an amazing sketch that will unfortunately never be filmed. And if it does, I demand that we get 85% of the royalties. Yeah. Writing credit for that one. So there you go. Good old Bill Sumiel still living to this day with his kidney that he got from Uber. He better, I hope he left a good tip. 
Well, he left a, a lever. Trying to bring it do you ever? How often do you, do you are you are you an Uber man or a Lyft man? I am an Uber guy, but not because of any specific. Uber is just the first thing introduced to me. Oh, I'm 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 a savvy kind of. I am I I I always compare prices. I go to Uber okay. first, see what they're up. What what's what's their quote, and I open up Lyft. And do you know what? Sometimes I don't know whether it's this area or whatever. It, sometimes, like this, mm-hmm. if I'm going from my house in Jersey and I'm going into the city, New York. Sometimes it's like eighty dollars on Uber, and then straight away go on Lyft, and it's like fifty-five dollars. I'm like, what the fuck? All right, sure, I'll, I'll wow. I accept your offer. Very bizarre. So both those are egregious, but yeah, one is definitely cheaper than the other. Jesus Christ, man. Where are you going then? Like your your Lyft cars are 55 bucks. Well, because to go into Jersey, you know, from Jersey to Manhattan, you have to pay tolls and they add that shit. Wow. Okay. I mean, the yeah, tolls I, I, like I, yeah, I, but damn, 55 bucks still. Oh, that's that's like, that's on the cheap side, my friend. That is, That's the uh, cheap side. Yeah, I I did it. Uh, I went to New York on Saturday. Uh, the mm. the Uber itself, the total was around about sixty six dollars, and then it breaks it down. And it was like actually like the actual Uber ride was like thirty bucks, and then the rest of it was tolls and fees and shit. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh wow. Okay. Okay. So Uber is not communicating it better to you. All right interesting yeah the i think the the worst uber price i've ever had is like 48 bucks and that was from that was from the oakland coliseum after a raider game on christmas eve now christmas morning oh that's back to san francisco how much was that and i was just like yeah that was that's what that was gonna be it was like it was it was close to 50 bucks but like again it was it was all those details it was christmas eve it was a raider game it was one in the morning two in the morning, whatever it was, it was going back to San Francisco. Like I understood all those details and I was like, I'm whatever it is, I'm going to pay that. I don't care what it is, but like I've been, I remember a time when Uber was just that new hip thing. And then they're like 70% off all fares. So like going from North beach to park Merced, you don't understand the reference Mike fish, but it's about seven miles. It's $4. By bargain alone, no, not the Uber pool, just alone. And it was like, oh, I miss those days. Oh, oh do you reckon, Ooh, do you reckon the one they bring back Uber pool? Because obviously they scrapped that with the pandemic. No, but... we still have Uber pool now. Ooh. However, it's literally pennies of a difference to just driving by yourself. Like, if you want Uber pool, well, I'm just going to round up twenty dollars fifty cents. You want yeah, to drive I Uber, by, and then I, <clears throat> sorry, I Uber pulled like twice in my life, and that was just mm. because at the time it was like a pretty significant difference. I was like, oh fuck it, I'll mm-hmm. make some friends. Maybe they need no, a kidney. I definitely didn't make friends. No, Uber but, um, pool back in the day used to be like eight bucks, and you might pick up two other people because there's there's the seat next to you and the front seat. And if you had, if one of those folks had a guest, then obviously there was less seats. But uh, yeah, I've been in some Uber pools where the chick in the front seat was just like, 
So can we go over here? And then like I gotta pick up my dry cleaning, and then like I need to check out go one block further, and then my 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 dog's pharmacist, he he's got a prescription waiting for me. It was like, what the what? No, no, hey, there's two other people here. You can't just have this guy running your errands. What the fuck? And, and take that bitch out of the car. That's what I said, but even Uber was like, yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do about that. Sorry. Just slow down, keep moving, open the door. They should have, but they probably can't see that legally. PC gone mad. Anyway, I should check out Lyft is what you're saying. Okay. Like there's a comparison. At least thing. compare the two. It. At least compare the two. But my gosh, just talking about so I'm talking about football games. As I've mentioned many times on this show, MetLife Stadium, where the New York Giants play, also the New York Jets, but whatever. New York Giants play. Mm-hmm. Literally in that direction. I can see it on a clear day. If I go to a game, after that game, I wouldn't even... That, the Uber from there, you're looking at easily $80 to $100. Wow. I bet it's way cheaper if there's a game not happening that day. Oh, good lord! Yes, indeed. But then, why would yeah. I want to go to MetLife Stadium if there's no game on? Uh, so I, I've had to go to Chase Arena, and the day before the game is significantly cheaper at any hour than the day of the game, even a few hours after. Mm-hmm. Like, I, there's no one left in the arena. It's just housekeeping and TV crew pulling out wires, and then it's one in the morning, and like, yeah, you still buy Chase. This could be 40 bucks getting home. Wait, oh, fuck you. It's a scam. Anyway. It is, yeah, they run it. They run it. Before we wrap up this evening's show, or this morning's show, or this afternoon's show, you can listen to this whenever you want. That's the beauty of on-demand podcasts. We do other things, of course. The Giants, New York Giants are... Tearing up the NFC East in the playoffs. If you want to listen to my thoughts on that, go to cbbpod.com, CBB Pod, Claret and a Big Blue Podcast, where myself and Alex Middleton break down the New York Football Giants' recent victory over the Minnesota Vikings. And also, for a very bad two seconds, we talk about how West Ham are shit and they keep losing. But it's more fun about talking about the New York Giants. Uh, Kush, this guy over here, he has his own little podcast thing. It's called the BuzzNet. Uh, what new content could people find on that at BuzzNet.family? I hate to say it, folks. This week, we're going to go back into the archives. and I'm going to find something super juicy for you. It's going to literally be around this time period, but probably about five years old. So uh, no new episode per se, but uh, it will be new for the Microdose RSS feed. You know what you should do? What should I do? Riff track your old podcasts. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, mm. I'm hearing you. Mm. I'm hearing you. Could you help mm. me with that? You want me to talk shit about you while you're doing while I'm listening to your podcast? Yes. Yes, I do. I mean, I'm not sure I would swing it. Let's yes. talk more after this. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, I'm I'm super interested. So check that out. Coming soon to Bosnet.family. Go to that website. Just go to your internet browser, type it in www. 
which stands for World Wide Web. You don't have to type in HTTPS semicolon backslash backslash if you don't want to. Sometimes the web browser does it for you. It's very nice, very convenient. But uh, there you go. Sometimes you don't even need an S in the HTTPS. It's, it's pretty amazing. It's like Wild Wild West Weird out there, like which know, also is WWW. Oh, it's so confusing. Is it is it Wild Wild Web or oh Wild Wild West? Is Will Smith going to come out and save me in this situation? Or slap you. James Worst West. Case scenario, he slaps you. She'll be out of that dress when she beats Jim West. Wild Wild West. We're going straight to the Wild Wild Web. We're going straight to the Wild Wild Web. I think my fish is drinking more than I am. Do, 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 do. Delightful. Delightful. Follow me at only Mike Fish. Follow him at Kush underscore Hayes. We'll be back next week with episode 82 because that's how numbers work. But until then, take care of yourselves and each other. That's all, folks.